Welcome to Women Waken, a podcast that helps you heal spiritually from trauma in relationships, from childhood, from our conditioning, to shift from a place of codependency to a state of divine feminine love, acceptance, harmony, and abundance. On Women Waken, we begin the journey to waken from the illusion of needing to prove our worth into the divine experience of knowing our worth. I'm your host, Whitney Walker. I'm a licensed mental health therapist, and I specialize in substance abuse, addiction, eating disorders, trauma, and spirituality. I'm also a fellow human who has faced most of the issues that I discuss on my show. On today's Divine Feminine Solo episode, I'm talking about the topic of returning to yourself. I explained what I mean by that and the importance of needing to honor what we've created on our spiritual journey, which is a safe haven within, peace within, a sanctuary within, and finding ways to return to that center when outside forces or situations can pull us away from it. So take a listen and enjoy. Hey everybody, Whitney here with a Divine Feminine solo episode, and today I want to speak about returning to yourself. So what am I alluding to? What am I talking about here? To me, this is a practice that we might have to engage in on a daily basis, maybe less frequently, like, you know, a weekly basis. Maybe it's only a few times a year, but I'm speaking to the experience when we find ourselves in situations, conversations, places around certain people where we get that sense of almost losing ourselves for a minute and needing to return to ourselves. I believe that this practice becomes so important, especially as we get older and as we are further along our spiritual path. Because at this point, we've worked so hard to begin to heal and reintegrate the parts of ourselves that we might have abandoned or rejected throughout our lives. And we're trying to really create an internal sanctuary where we feel attuned to, connected with, and aligned with ourselves, where we consider ourselves sacred, where we love ourselves unconditionally. These are the things that we're walking towards on the path of the divine feminine to truly embody feeling about ourselves the way that divine feels about us, the way that the universe honors us. We want to honor ourselves. So the question becomes, once we've created this nice little homeostasis inside, we still have to walk about the earth because we are not fully part of the divine right now. I mean, we always are, but we are in physicality at the moment which means that we have to live in the 3D. We have to live in this delightful experience of of a human being where we eat and we sleep and we breathe and we do all these things that spiritual beings don't have to do. We also interact with people where we have conflicts and tension and different energies, different beliefs, different ideas. 
and our interactions can impact us. So let me give an example. I remember one of the first times that I felt this need to take space in order to return to myself was when I was in my early mid twenties and I was just beginning to get into the more esoteric spiritual stuff. I had this beautiful bookshop I visited. I was living in Seattle at the time and they have a bookshop, which they also have a few of in California called East West Books. And it's a lovely place that sells crystals and books on meditation and yoga and all these things. And it also has a beautiful collection of different spiritual-based books. And so I started finding books about connecting with your soul and what is a soul and who are you? And it was the first time that I really started realizing, oh, maybe I'm not everything I fought so hard to try and be, you know, good enough as a, you know, desirable woman, as a popular person, as an impressive person, like all these things I just wanted so badly to fit in and be seen a certain way. And it was the first time I started connecting with, well, maybe there's something inside that's so much greater than all of these external pursuits that I'm just grinding away at, just killing myself trying to achieve. And this is when I was in the midst of an eating disorder and substance addiction. So I went home at one point to visit my family and my family can be very, we're all pretty passionate and opinionated and we're all in the kitchen and we started having this conversation around politics. And I realized I usually am one that's kind of jumping in and trying to make my voice be heard and my opinion be stated the loudest. But this time I just kind of, I felt, it was almost like I felt my soul kind of saying like, I don't like this. This feels like there's a lot of ego here. There's a lot of trying to prove something. There's a lot that doesn't feel authentic. It feels inauthentic. Like people just wanting to say something so that they seem right and mighty. And so I just kind of pulled back a little bit and observed and saw them each just, again, trying to just like force their voice to be the loudest and push their opinion. They weren't even really conversing. They were just kind of, you know, not even arguing, just trying to like, again, launch like the most cleverest intelligent statement. And I found myself just wanting to remove myself. And I left, I just walked away. I didn't even say anything. I just left the conversation and I had to go take space in my room. And I sat there and I realized now that it was really reparenting myself as a phrase we use when we do inner child work. And I sat with myself and I said, are, what are you feeling? Are you okay? And I realized I was feeling some of my, you know, childhood wounding where I was a part of that. And I felt like I had to fight to be heard and to matter. And that, you know, even my parents who were still trying to fight and matter and that they still were in a place where they could just listen to each other. There was a lot of that when I was growing up. I think there's a lot of that in all households, you know, as humans, we're all kind of, we believe a, a lot in, you know, putting out an opinion and having it be heard and arguing and all that. And I'm not saying that there's not a place for that. There's anything wrong with it. I'm just saying that for this example, this was a time where I felt since I'd started be, be, at that point, connecting with my soul that I needed to remove myself because I felt like I wasn't able to be my authentic self and I wasn't being seen. So I went to that space and I sat in my room and I just took a second to breathe and recognize that I just didn't, I wanted to be in some stillness. I didn't want to argue. I didn't want to have to try and push or force something that that energy didn't feel good to me. And that was one of the first times in my life that I did that and honored myself rather than trying to make myself fit in, get involved in a conversation, a discussion, an argument. So when I speak of returning to yourself, 
This can be in any situation. It can also be if you've ever been around a group of people, say you get invited to a social event and you're like, okay, I'll go. I want to try and meet new people, get out there. And you just kind of get that icky feeling where you, the energy is just off. Like you just don't mesh with them, right? Like it's just not in alignment, but by nature, well, I don't know if I say by nature, I think we've been a little, we get the message that we're supposed to be able to get along with everybody if we're likable people. And if we're, if we're popular, if people like us, then that means that we should be able to go into any situation and fit right in and be the, you know, get the most attention and be the most intelligent or whatever it is. But sometimes you'll be in those situations and you'll be like, I just don't vibe with these people. I don't relate to what they're saying. And it's important to notice that because something to remember is that we have infinite realities existing at the same time. If you ever fought with somebody and you're like, I'm right and they're wrong. We each have our own reality. There's a quote that I love that says, nobody does anything inappropriate given their model of the world. And to me, what that means is in their reality, they are right. That's how they view the world. When people fight on some of these big topics in politics and you know many different arenas, they believe in their view because with them, it aligns. With them, it is appropriate. So remember that when you're in a situation and you feel like, something's off. Like I just want to remove myself and you can do it. You don't have to do anything. You can leave a party. You can leave a dinner. You can leave a visit to a family gathering. If you feel like it's not conducive to your, that homeostasis you've created, right? I'm not saying that there's, that you're never going to find a situation where you're uncomfortable. I'm not saying to avoid discomfort. That's different. We can feel uncomfortable, but not feel like our soul, our spirituality is being challenged because spirituality is what makes up who you are. It's your beliefs. It's your values. It's your feelings. Your feelings are your soul's language. The soul speaks through feelings. So when you get a feeling where you're like, I don't feel respected here. I don't feel seen. I don't feel good here. It means that it's just not really a soul alignment with that situation. So how do we return to ourselves where we find ourselves in situations that feel icky and that feel, because here's another big thing to notice is that it will make you, it can make you question yourself, right? I know I do that a lot where I'll be in a situation and I'm just, it's like things are not, things are missing. Things are not firing right in conversation and connection. And I'll think, oh, person's kind of talking to me as if I'm irritating or annoying. Like maybe I am, maybe there's something wrong with me, but the only thing we can ever do is be true to ourselves. And if I'm in a situation and I'm just being my full self, just letting things, you know, roll off my tongue. And I know that I'm not hurting anyone, right? Not harming anyone, not hurting anyone. I'm just being me then we have to ask. So when we get that feeling, it's important to be with ourselves. And if you can't leave the situation, you know, if again, there's going to be discomfort in life, right? So, you know, it can almost be like an instant. I mean, everything's internal, right? So you don't necessarily have to remove yourself. If it's really unpleasant, you don't like it. I'm just offering that we can always give ourselves permission to not have to stay somewhere where we feel obligated. But let's say it's a trip we're on and we can't leave. Again, you can like leave the room, leave the immediate situation, but it's about checking in and saying, am I right with me? 
can I find that place inside to say, there's nothing wrong with you. This is just not a match with this energy, with these people. They are in their own space and reality. And I'm not saying it's right or wrong, but it just something in my soul feels like it. I don't feel honored in this space. I don't feel seen. I don't feel heard. It can be especially obvious if you're around people who are actually maybe belittling towards you, making like disparaging remarks, even if it's just like little things. You know, I've had plenty of people I dated who they do this little thing where they just, it's not necessarily a full flown insult, but it's just like a takes you down a peg, you know? about maybe something you share or that you're excited about or that you believe. And they'll just sort of be like, oh yeah, well, that's, isn't that interesting? Or like, well, that's, that doesn't make any sense. Something that just kind of, again, like your little inner child is like, ow, like I was telling you something I cared about. And I feel like you insulted that. So, and we might be tempted to think, oh, maybe it is stupid. Maybe it is dumb. Maybe I'm dumb. Maybe I'm not funny. Maybe I'm not smart. Maybe I'm not pretty. These are all the things that can immediately hit us when we feel those moments of these people don't seem to like me or get me or appreciate me. We all get that feeling. Humans are all connected. Yet we are, it's like we're at different octaves, different tones, different flavors. And we do kind of find our people, but sometimes we find ourselves in the presence of people who just don't really feel like our people. And again, I'm not saying like to discriminate against others who aren't like you. But I'm saying that you have the ability and the right to honor yourself and return to yourself when you feel like you've been exposed or subjected to an environment that kind of took you out of that a little bit, right? Left you in the state of questioning. Because again, here's the thing. Once you've gotten on your path of spirituality, you are starting to live not only for your highest self, but for the highest good of all. And that means bringing forth your essence just as you were, your soul meant to in this lifetime, which always has to do with healing and helping the earth evolve, helping humans evolve. So when we start to question ourselves and doubt ourselves, we might compromise what we're meant to bring forth. We kind of close off our heart. We close off our soul space and we don't allow our joy to be expressed, our ideas to be expressed. We think that we need to hide ourselves or question ourselves. So it's almost imperative to have this practice of returning to yourself. And this comes with confidence, right? When these things happen to me now, it's like a little twinge. I feel it. I still feel like, oh man, I feel like that person, like that conversation was not great. And I feel like they were kind of rude and dismissive to me and it didn't feel good. And that's when I have to check in with myself and not go down the path of, again, well, maybe there is something wrong with me. Maybe I'm not that great. I'm not saying everybody has to love me or that I am like the greatest person ever. But if you remember who you are, then it doesn't really matter. You know, we're not looking for everyone's validation or confirmation that we're okay. We're not looking for everyone's validation and confirmation that we're the best or the greatest or the most interesting. Once we've begun this path, we're walking it for that reason, for the highest good of all. So these are important things to keep in mind and to realize that it is possible to reduce the impact that these situations have on you, that it doesn't have to feel like it reflects on you. You can take that space. You can shake it off. You know, really is good energetic practice to have exercises that help you just get rid of, remove energy. That's kind of made you feel that funkiness, that lack of, you know, homeostasis within yourself in your sacred space that you've created. So you return to yourself and you say, I know who I am. I respect who I am. I love who I am. Even if somebody else doesn't like it, 
even if other people don't agree with it, even if I feel like I don't fit in, I'm learning who I am. I trust who I am. I believe in who I am. Maybe it's not perfect. Maybe it's not for everyone. That's another big thing to remember is not, you're not going to be for everyone. You know, I know that based on the messaging I got and the way I was raised, I felt like I knew, I wanted to be for everyone. You know, I wanted approval from everybody. I wanted a hundred percent approval rating, right? That everybody was just like, you're fantastic. You're the best, but it's not always going to be that way. So we find a way that the only person that we need to be in right alignment with that we need to be good with is ourself, with our soul, with our higher self, with our higher source, whatever that is to you, the divine, the universe, God. So some practices you can have, again, are taking space, having a mantra that you have with yourself, having conversations with yourself at the end of the day and checking in and saying like, Hey, how did you feel at that event today? How did you feel in that conversation? How did you feel on that date at that party at work today? You know, did you feel like that little kid again, that feels like no one ever listens to them, that what you say doesn't matter. That can throw us off too. If you've ever been in a conversation where like, you kind of try to contribute and people just kind of don't seem to acknowledge it or brush it off that that's never really fun. You're like, okay, I guess I have nothing interesting to say, but then you get back to yourself. You return to yourself. And remember, I believe in me. I love me. I trust my gifts. I trust my thoughts and words that I have to share. I trust my path that I'm continuing on towards evolving towards sharing my essence for the highest good. Okay. So that's just a little thought on that forever, whoever needed to hear it today, but I kind of experienced that today. And I thought, you know, I think it's valuable to share that it happens. It happens when we feel like we're just, you know, that we have an off day and we are just around people that we just, you know, miss the mark with. It doesn't change who we are. And the more that we know who we are, it doesn't matter. Right? Like if I release an episode and it doesn't seem like anyone connects with it, I'm learning how to not take it personal. I'm growing every day. And it just, it's like the, it's like those insecurities are like this fireball inside of you that just start to dissipate until it doesn't even, there's not that epicenter anymore, right? You don't have that charge and it's so much better because you just say, okay, on to the next day, keep on doing my thing. That one didn't land so well. It's what I felt called to speak to. So I'm going to believe in it. I'm not going to feel shame around it. I mean, of course, I'm not telling you to deny your feelings. If you feel shame, you feel shame. You keep evolving, keep growing until one day there's no shame involved. You're forever moving forward, never looking back. Okay, so I'd like to close this episode with a, uh, pulling an oracle card. And I thought that this was a perfect deck for that, very pertinent, because this takes us out of the human physical experience into the cosmos with this beautiful star seed oracle deck, which speaks to... Those of us who feel connected to the idea that we perhaps have lived lifetimes on other planets and different galaxies and solar systems and out in the cosmos, and that we are aware that in within us are seeds of beautiful knowing and wisdom that can be planted here on earth to create the new future that's coming because the future is always coming and reality is always waiting to be recreated. The question is, how are we going to create it this time? With new ideas or with the same ideas? 
And that's also something to think of. If we're afraid of speaking our truth and our thoughts and our ideas, divinely inspired, divinely guided, then new ideas won't come. Even if people reject them because they sound weird, new ideas sound weird. Anything that's ever been created sounded weird when it was first talked about, whether it's cars or the internet or cell phones. When people first brought it up, the response was, well, what the heck? That's never going to happen. So we can't hold back just because other people, certain people might not receive it. Cause you know what? Guess who did believe in those ideas? The ones who made it happen. The ones who saw it, Thomas Edison creating the light bulb, or we could go to Nikola Tesla, Tesla, who really created the light bulb. They shared their ideas with people, with many, many people. And you know, darn well that some of them were like, are you crazy? Can you stop talking about this idea of electricity? But other people said, now, isn't that something? I think you got something there. So find your people, keep speaking your truth, keep speaking your ideas, keep presenting them. And don't let those who don't jive with it, who don't connect with it, stop you. Don't let an off conversation or an off day or an off event make you question, "Mm, is there something wrong with me? Should I be different? No. If you're listening to this, no, you've come a long way. You're exactly where you're meant to be. Keep taking these steps. I'm here to assure you, your ideas are divinely guided. Your ideas are fantastic and they will bring you to places you might never have imagined, but only if you keep following them and don't let people deter you who can't see what you can see, your unique vision. Okay, so we're gonna ask for a card for the highest good and greatest guidance for the collective. Mm, what do we have here? Whale, oh my God, how perfect. Whale and Orca elders. Oh my gosh. Whale and Orca elders is the name of the card and it seriously says, share your song. Frequency of sound, diving deep. I love this so much because I essentially was just telling you, share your song, get it out there. Whatever your idea, thought, your unique sound, share it, share it in a song. Don't stop. And then I love this says frequency of sound. Everything we express is a frequency. So if you say it and someone else doesn't care for it, it's because you're on different frequencies. They're like, ah, ew, that hurts my ear. I don't like it. But your people, your whales, your fellow whale tribe pod is going to get it. They're going to hear your frequency. So keep singing your song, your beautiful song. Keep singing it. I'm going to read the uh, description from this, from this book about whale and orca elders. I've actually never gotten this card yet. So that's exciting. Whale and orca elders. Share your song. Frequency of sound, diving deep. The whale and orca elders are benevolent cosmic beings here to anchor a frequency of love onto the planet. My gosh, (laughs) literally what I was saying. To harmonize it with their song. As they weave around the oceans, they do so much more than any of us know. Their physical presence affects Earth's magnetic field and their harmonics call us to wake up and remember our own soul's song. Looking into the eye of a whale is something you'll never forget. Whales see into your very being. And in an instant, you're changed forever. They see beyond the physical, the woundings, the identity, the personality, the story. They see right into your soul. 
If you pull this card, you're being called to surrender to your deepest truth and share it with potency. You guys, can you believe this? It's literally perfectly aligned with what I was just talking about. See, no coincidences. Spirit divine is right here with us for this podcast, for this episode, for this song I'm singing to you now. To bow to who you truly are, to stretch your heart wide enough to hold it all, to leave your fears, doubts, and baggage at the door, to question any part of you that doesn't feel good enough. The whale and orca elders want you to give others the privilege of seeing who you truly are and for you to see the same in other beings, to drop your hangups and personality flaws and get busy revealing the unique note your soul came here to sing. Allow the, the, the song that echoes in the four chambers of your heart to emanate in all four directions. Peel back the layers of suffering and pain and reveal to others your soul's true song and endeavor to see the soul of all those you meet. The starseed soul inquiry. How are you being called to share your soul's unique song? Really can't believe that. Could not have been a more perfect card if I tried to create one. If I tried to create an oracle card for this episode, it would have sounded just like that. But the divine wrote it for me, and there it is. Thank you to this. To Okay, Rebecca Campbell is the creator of the Starseed Oracle. I'll put the link in the show notes. And the artwork is by Danielle Noel, if you guys check it out. How fantastic is that? Sing your song. Don't worry about what others think because it's going to land perfectly with those who have ears to hear it in that frequency. But also just sing it anyways, even if it lands with no one because it's your soul's song that was meant to be sung here. And I love that it adds respect everyone else's song too. You know, let's say you go to a party and you're trying to talk to somebody and you're singing two different songs and you just say, I bless you and your soul and your song. And you part ways because it's not quite on the same frequency, but you can still love the heck out of it because it's their soul song. Right. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. I hope that's helpful. Have a beautiful day. That wraps up our episode for today. Thank you so much for listening to Women Waken. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with others and come back for more. If you'd like to connect with the Women Waken community, you can find us on Instagram at Women Waken. And if you follow Women Waken, you can get a free tarot card reading if you just send a DM. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day and don't forget to let your unique light shine into this world. Thank you.